You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 46, Feng Shui and Health. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So this episode, we're looking at feng shui and health. And the reason why this came up was I've actually personally had a little bit of a challenging year in terms of health. I had a surgery, a minor surgery, which turned out to be a little bit more than I expected. (laughs) And I also had two eye surgeries as well. So, um, and also I had some new things, new procedures this year that just come with age as you hit milestones. And so it just, um, a lot of health issues that I never had to deal with before. And they're all, um, none of them are permanent or long-term or, or of much concern, but it is been, it has been something on my mind, feng shui and health. And I've been implementing a lot of feng shui adjustments for health. And I wanted to share some of the general ideas on how you can look at feng shui and health in your life. So a lot of people don't realize that feng shui can improve your health and work with your health. But one thing that I do want to point out is that feng shui is um, one of the things that you do. It's not the only thing that you do for your health. And my teachers have taught that we always first do the mundane things that we need to do. For instance, go, go to the doctor, eat healthier, do all the all the mundane practices that that are required for you to improve your health before you um, go to the feng shui aspects of health. And the mundane is more important than the feng shui in not just with health, but in all areas of your life. You know, say you have um, a job that you need, you need to get a job. So the most important thing is to apply for jobs to send out your resume. If you don't do that, the feng shui won't work. So the feng shui is secondary. The feng shui is supportive of what you do on the mundane level and the practical level. So I wanted to address that before we continue that feng shui really is um, important and it can really support your health and help you with specific health concerns, but you always have to work with your doctors and your practitioners to do the mundane things that you need to do as well. And um, I'm going to talk about feng shui and health in a more general way because I'm not going to go over every possibility of what can be a health concern. But if you do work with a practitioner, they will be able to or they may be able to help you with a specific health concern. Like, for instance, if you... Um, want to get pregnant or if you are dealing with heart problems or if you 
want to work with anxiety, there are a lot of specific feng shui adjustments for those specific health concerns. So feng shui can help prescriptively, but that I recommend that you work with a practitioner because we're only going to touch upon it generally because it's a podcast and I'm not working with someone individually. Um, so in case you didn't know, there's an area of the feng shui bagua map that's related to health and that's the center area of the feng shui bagua map. So if you look at holisticspaces.com slash podcast, on the sidebar on the right, you will see the feng shui bagua map and the center area is that yellow orange area and it's related to the health. It's also related to um, earth. So one thing to note is that it's in the center. And what does that mean? So that means that not only is it very central, your health is really important and not only um, does, you know, do all the other eight areas of the feng shui bagua map, not only do they affect your health, but your health affects those areas. So the center area influences all the different areas of the bagua map all around it because it touches all those areas. And it works the other way around too. All those eight guas around it affect your health. So that's something really important to think about. So one general way that you can begin to work with your health and improve your health using feng shui is to look at the center of your home. So, for instance, what is in your center of your home? Is there, for instance, is there a bathroom? That could be problematic. Or is there a stair or especially a spiral stair? So a spiral stair may mean, or a stair may mean that things are going up and down or unpredictable in terms of your health. Or a bathroom could mean that there's um, a lot of, energy that's being drained away from you or there could be just a lot of problems with your health if you have a bathroom in the center of your home. So a way that you can work with the health area, say if you have a bathroom, is that you can add more red, which makes the area more auspicious and brings more auspicious energy to it. Or you can use plants to uplift the energy. Um, similarly, with a stair, you can do the same thing, add plants to add more life energy or you can paint the stair an uplifting color like green or red or add um, crystals. And another way to work with the health area is to add more yellow or orange and more earth. Or you could add more red. Red is fire. Red is also, uh, I'm sorry, fire is also rectangle, or sorry, ah, triangular shapes. So triangular shapes or fire related items or um, red can be added to the health area to feed that earth. But you can also do um, more practical things like earth is related to nourishment and self-nurturing and self-care. Maybe spend a little bit more time taking care of yourself and focusing on yourself. Another general way to improve your health is to make sure that you're in command when you're in your bed, desk, and at your stove. So we have other feng shui, um, other holistic space, uh, other feng shui articles and holistic spaces, um, podcasts that talk about the commanding position. So just make sure that you're in the commanding position because that does affect your health. A few other ways to improve your health in a general way is to take 
a look at the state of your refrigerator. Like what's in your refrigerator? Is there spoiled food in the back? Is there things, are there things that have expired? Have you not cleaned your refrigerator in months and months and months? Take a look at that because you are what you eat and the refrigerator holds food and it nourishes you. Similar is your stove. You want to keep your stove in working order and make sure all the burners are working. Make sure that it's clean because that's how you nourish yourself. And, and again, it's really important to be in the commanding position at your stove. So I also wanted to go over the Feng Shui Bagua map and how it relates to different body parts in your organs. And this directly relates to traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, so let's, we're just going to start at fire or um, the fame area, the fame and recognition area, which is the red area on top of the Feng Shui Bagua map. And that area is related to fire. It's also related to the eyes and the heart. So for instance, I had some eye surgeries. So I can do some extra support in the recognition area of my home or my bed to support that. And you can do that by adding more red, which is the color of the area, or red is just auspicious to put into any gua, any feng shui bagua area. Or you can also um, just put, put something there that relates to what you're trying to work on. So for me, it was my eye surgery and it just I just needed some extra support there. So having um, adding some red actually would have been good. And what feeds fire? Um, wood feeds fire. So actually putting a plant in that area could support your eyes and your heart and the color green or blue, which is also the color of wood could support, provide more support because that feeds the fire of the recognition area. So moving on, just going to go all the way around the Bagua in a clockwise fashion. The next is the pink area, which is relationships. And that's actually related to your internal organs, your spleen and your abdomen. So that's something to pay attention to. Um, that's an area you want to see what's going on. Maybe do you have a lot of clutter accumulating there? Is it an area that you want to spend a little bit more attention on? Or do you want to add the color of the gua to create more support? Um, moving right along, we're going to go to the completion area, which is white. And that's related to your mouth and your speech. So if you're... Um, having issues with your mouth, maybe you need to w look at this area of your um, home or your bed or your desk or your bedroom. The next area is the benefactors area, which is the gray area. And that's related to your lungs. So if you're having lung issues, maybe this is an area you want to work on. Maybe you need some more support there. So with metal, what supports metal? Earth supports metal, so maybe earthy colors, maybe providing some stability in that area, like a big um, statue, or maybe just even bringing gray to that area would help. Or maybe, like I said earlier, decluttering or just putting more attention in that area, or even making a list of um, the things that you need support in, like if you're having lung issues, 
or if you're having a cold or bronchitis or something, maybe you need to create a little bit of extra support there. Like if you, if you get bronchitis every year. Next is the path in life career area, which is black. And that's related to your ears and your kidney. Moving right along is the knowledge area, which is dark blue. And that's related to your hands, your spleen and your pancreas. So maybe if you have some, uh, if you get a lot of cuts in your hands a lot, maybe you need to look at this area or if you have some issues with your spleen or your pancreas. You could even um, wear more dark blue to support these, um, these organs or body parts. Next is the new beginnings area, which is green. And that area is related to the liver and the feet and the gallbladder. So say if you stub your toe all the time, uh, maybe you can look at what's going on in that area. Or maybe you stub your toe in the New Beginnings area all the time. Who knows? So it's, it's something to pay attention to. It's related to wood and the liver again and the foot and green. And finally, the last area is the um, abundance area, which is purple. It's related to wealth. It's also related again to the liver and your hips and the gallbladder. So if you're having trouble with your liver, maybe, um, or if you go to your uh, acupuncturist and they say like, you know, you need to work on your, your liver meridian, maybe you need to also do something in the abundance area of your home. And this is related to wood. So you can maybe add more purple or what creates wood, what supports wood is water. So maybe you want to add more, um, a water element or you want to add black or maybe you have too much wood. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe, um, that's the imbalance that your acupuncturist told you about. Then maybe you want to do something that kind of, um, reduces the wood. So what reduces wood? Well, metal can chop wood and fire also depletes wood. So maybe you need a little bit more fire, more red, more triangular shapes. So I find that really interesting, those connections. Finally, well, not finally, I have a couple more things I want to talk about. Um, you can also ask for help from the medicine Buddha. So there is a Buddha for, uh, for health and it's a medicine Buddha. And this Buddha is um, blue actually. And there's a couple different versions of the Medicine Buddha mantra that you can chant to support you. One is um, a, a Chinese version that I've been taught through my BTB teachers. And then there's a Tibetan version that I've been taught from my Tibetan Tonka teacher, Carmen. And both are good. You can Google them. I'm not going to um, spend time transmitting the mantra, but you can Google those mantras and see which one resonates with you. But reciting those mantras, you're asking the medicine Buddha for help and support. You can also um, look at the medicine, medicine Buddha Tonka, which um, can really support you and provide extra help in times of need. And you can um, find some healing through viewing and reciting the viewing the Tonka of the medicine Buddha and practicing his meditations and reciting his mantra.
also the color like the color of the medicine buddha is dark blue so it's like a color of lapis lazuli so um that's also thought in tibetan to provide more healing and that goes along with feng shui too because blue and green are very healing colors in feng shui another interesting thing to think about is that my tibetan tonka teacher actually taught me that you can also paint the healing plants in tibetan medicine that relate to either um, an illness that you're working with or illnesses that may run in your family so she actually was when i met her she was working on a tonka that's now completed where she painted all the um, tibetan medicinal plants that related to specific health concerns that she had that ran in her family so it's really interesting that you can do that so it's kind of a more creative way an active way to work with health issues um I'll put a link on the website at holisticspaces.com slash podcast where you can read more about learning about the Tibetan medicinal plant, Tibetan medicinal plants and painting them. And there's a nice blog article that Carmen Mensink, my Tibetan Tonka teacher, which she wrote about that. And in the same vein, there are yantras on my website that relate to great healing and we'll link to those. And just by viewing and having these mandalas around you, it can help inspire healing, whether it's mental or physical. And also, of course, if you'd like to paint them or draw them, it's even more beneficial. But sometimes you don't have that um, time or interest. So even viewing and observing and having those mandalas or tankas within your presence and in your home. And you can place them maybe in the gua that is related to the issue you're having. So like, for instance, like I said, like the, um, if you have issues with, let's say your foot, maybe you're having a lot of foot problems. You can place a great healing, um, yantra or a medicine Buddha tanka in the new beginnings area of your home or your bedroom to really add more support for that specific body part based on feng shui. It's really great how that works. Finally, the last thing I wanted to share was um, I did mention earlier that I had a surgery and a lot of unexpected things happened. So there was more complications than I anticipated. And I was talking to one of my feng shui mentors about it. And she shared that one of the ways I did many, I did many feng shui things to, um, prepare for the surgery, a lot of ceremonies. And, um, one thing that you can also do that's very simple when you're going to surgery to prevent any unexpected events is to make sure to clean up all the clutter at the front door. So I thought that was really great and simple and something that I could share with you, the listeners. So I hope that everyone is very healthy and strong and you don't need many of these um, feng shui adjustments to improve your health, but it's good to do them in general and if and things come up and I wanted to share with you that connection that there there is 
another way to look at the feng shui bagua map and there are many layers and you can use feng shui to improve your health thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the holistic spaces podcast now you can tune in every monday for a new podcast episode if you like our podcast and this episode please share the podcast with others subscribe and even better leave a review if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level please visit our website online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living you can visit holisticspaces.com support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com thank you so much for listening see you next week